to the whole soccer podcast. I am my host, Antonio Rojas. Uh, this is one of those episodes that I don't know how to say it. Should I write it? Should I have it planned out? Or some other stuff. As you can see from the title, we're talking about what is this week's anniversary, which is the terrorist attacks on the, on the Twin Towers, the Pentagon, and the and Flight 93 going down in Pennsylvania. A lot of us were there, either in New York City, close to it, some of us in school, work, uh, walking, on the train, on the bus, uh, you name it. Some of us have a story, some of us who were there have a different story, how we found out about this information, and much, much more. There is, we already know what is the main story. Four planes got hijacked by 19 terrorists. Two planes hit the World Trade Center. One plane hit the Pentagon. And one plane went down in Pennsylvania. We already know the main story. But on today's episode, like I always said, there's always another story that some of us have have feelings like how we were and this other stuff. And this is my complete story. I was actually in the fifth grade. We just started school. I want to say maybe four, the fifth day. Maybe it was the fifth day. Maybe it was the fourth day. Or maybe it was the third day. No, it was probably four or fifth days. But here's my story of the events that happened and much more. And um, hopefully you guys, you know, can listen how that day was for little me that who's actually telling you guys this story. Because it was actually a story I, want, I have never told nobody in a long time. And I really didn't know how to say it in a way. I know, you know, my story is not going to change the world, this sort of stuff. But, you know... Some, some, those events changes people, to be completely honest. So, without further ado, I'm not going to go with the regular thing, but further ado, here goes my story. So, on the day of September 11, 2001, it was, like I said, third, fourth, fifth day of school, we just returned back. Mr. Winters was my teacher. And he was mostly, at that day, the villain of the school. Villain of the class. Why? Because he gave us homework. So, he gave us homework. And we're like, come on, we just started school. Why give us homework? So, around that time, he was the villain for us. And, hi, Mr. Winters. <laughs> yeah. How can you give us homework on that? Um, especially, like, for a fifth day. But, normally, how... I do my homework is actually do it the day the morning before I have to go to school so I like write fast and hopefully I get a C or a D I was never good in school to be completely honest but on that day uh, it was like a normal normal day normal day for us to be completely honest my mom waking us up early so we could I could go take him a shower, 
do my, do brush my teeth and eat breakfast and if I have and if I do it quick I could see my at the moment my favorite show was Cyber Chase. If you don't know what Cyber Chase is, it's a show where they teach you math, cartoons and like this evil guy named Hacker and like trying to destroy motherboard. Uh kids find it YouTube it. It's a great show to be completely honest. And because of that, uh and because of that and of course Mr. Winters, I found my love for math, and it was teaching me division, multiplication, and this other stuff, which was very, very, very great. And as I watch it, normal things, as I get ready, normally, my mom will tell us to get ready fast because she has to go to work, she has to drop my brother up. And then I will go. So uh, I will start walking to go to the other school. Uh, my mom will actually walk me, and she'll go one direction, and I go one direction, so that way um, nothing bad happens to me. But today's was completely different. To be completely honest, my little brother had a doctor's appointment that day, so uh, my mom stayed home for the day. She missed work. And my mom told me to go to my birth school to tell teacher not to put him absent because he has a doctor's appointment. And if she could send my brother's my brother's homework, so I could give it to him so he could do. So he normally my mom thinks my mom thinks, and I think it's actually correct. Um, so he doesn't really miss stay behind school in his work, even though he didn't learn it and he's in the kindergarten but you know in kindergarten we just learn how to you know write names numbers and it's already like you know we just have to cross you know this sort of stuff so it was like that it was normal for us nothing nothing very very serious and what mostly thing is that my mom actually gave me a dollar so I could like after school, get myself my juices, my chips that used to cost 25 cents, and like a zebra cake. So, normally when I go to school, like I said, I used to walk with my mom. Or, if I'm really late, I just walk in. School was not far from me. Was, I want to say three blocks. It was not that bad. And I used to walk alone, to be completely honest. I completely honest, I prefer that way just walk along so I could just be in my thoughts. Even at that young age, I used to think that a lot. And, well, when I got to school, it was okay. I got to school, made it on time. Outside, the how the sky looked, it looked wonderful. No clouds in the sky. It was a little bit warm still. You know, I'm not a summer guy. And mostly, you know, the thing I thought is like, wow, we're going to get my homework. I'm probably going to get a B. And let's see what we're going to learn. So, as as I waited to get into my class, wait for my wait for uh, my class to pass so I could go there. Because I kind of got there a little bit late. Like, when I got there, I thought I was like, ooh, I made it on time. But, completely honest, I made it a little bit late. 
and I see everybody go in and then I see my class be like hey I'm here I go in go to my locker put in my book bag grab my books you know and go to the classroom and you know the normal things like we almost normally do so you know how how, how school is we go sit in our classrooms we get the morning announcements you know what's for lunch what's the latest news about you know this sort of stuff this sort of stuff and then uh if if a certain teacher from a from either gym or this sort of stuff is not there they'll tell us anybody who supposed to be in this class do not just stay in your classroom you have an extra 45 minutes teacher you could do whatever what what whatever you you, you have in mind or it, they're not going to be in this classroom because they have to fix something so you're going to go to this you know regular Monroe and then we get the national anthem you know we stand up we pledge allegiance do all of this and then our teacher will take our attendance as it's going down we we get the attendance and this sort of stuff at this at the moment we don't know we we don't know the planes are hijacked or this sort of stuff it hasn't happened yet so it's around maybe 8 45 when Mr. Winters finishes with the whole attendance picks up us our homework and this sort of stuff so as he's getting ready to run on the, on the thing pick he already picked us homework starts writing another thing we hear a teacher screaming down the hall and all we we don't know what it is all we hear is we're under attack that's all we hear and I'm not gonna scream it because you know I, I it will be mostly be like running screaming like we're under attack that's all we heard we, we're saying like what do you mean we're under attack I me personally and some other kids we thought Oh damn! There's somebody put a gun, and it's a school shooting. That's the first thing we thought. I thought, man, we're on the school shooting. I was like, maybe a student in the sixth grade had enough, or you know, even though yeah, it's a bad thing to think about. That's the first thing we thought about, or the second thing we thought about is this happened in fourth grade. A car hit the stop sign I guess it it, it it broke its brakes or something and hit the stop sign I thought maybe maybe a car maybe a van hit the where the teacher um was at and it hit it and she thinks it was an attack we don't know what's going on we're just what 9 10 11 years old in the classroom we don't know what's going on we don't know. Mr. Winters, he goes outside to check, was like, what's going on? And the teacher comes back like, I guess she ran from one side of the building to the other side on the second floor. Because there's actually three floors. It's actually the basement, the main building, and the second floor. And then, over here that the teacher comes back and tells him uh, a plane just hit a building 
that's all we know. She doesn't say where, because Mr. Winters didn't want us to hear the rest of it. All we know is that the, uh, a plane hit a building, and the, and the teacher got scared. And we're all thinking, what building got hit? And we're thinking, the only high building in the town of Passaic is the one in Main Street that nobody's there. And we're saying, no way a plane hit that building. It's like, why is going to hit it? We're thinking it's pro it's, it probably hit it by mistake. We don't, we, we don't know what's going on. Maybe it was one of those single planes and they're thinking the worst and this other stuff and it, and it was by accident and unfortunately we're thinking that. We're thinking that we're not thinking the other things. The other things that we find out later on. We're just thinking that and everything like that. And maybe three minutes later he comes back and it it goes normal. He doesn't he just says, um he tells us the whole story, so the whole build, the plane getting hit in, in the Pasek building is out the window. He tells us, um, a plane hit, a plane hit the World Trade Center in New York City. At the moment, I don't know where the World Trade Center is at, to be completely honest. I don't know where it's at. I don't know this. I don't know that. I'm thinking it's probably upper Manhattan. I'm thinking the World Trade Center, to be completely honest. I'm thinking it's the one by, uh, when they do the New Year's, New Year's Day, New Year's Eve thing, the ball drop. I'm thinking it's that's the building. Because I know the money thing that we see like in Gumor in America or this other stuff is there. So it's like I'm thinking it's probably that building. It's like, oh, sure, they got hit. We don't know. We're thinking Man, probably the he lost control. Maybe the pigeons hit the 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 motors, the things on the thing, and blew it up. And unfortunately, this happened. And we're like, okay, okay. So we're like, you know, there's nothing of the word terrorist attack. So we're like, okay, okay. So. At this time, we don't. There's no TV, so we don't know what's going on. We're completely like kids. If you listen to this, like I see my demographic, they're much younger than this or stuff. There, we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have Twitter or this other stuff to find out. We don't have technology that we could see television in our phones. We don't have that technology. All we have is a, a big box with, you know, a television, regular TV. That's all we know. That's all we know. We're like, okay. Okay, we could kind of go with the thing. Mr. Winters just keeps going with Matt. He's teaching us stuff. For, maybe, I want to say, after that information, I don't know what time is it. It's not like... You know, the time is essence. We, it's not like oh, the plane, the plane hit, and we knew right away. We didn't know until like later, later on. 
and so I go so we find the teacher from across the hall comes and tells uh, tells the teacher another plane hit the World Trade Center me all of us we don't know that the World Trade Center was actually two buildings we thought man one building got hit by two by two planes and norm and us looking at New York we see tall ass buildings we're like damn what like what kind of luck is that like we don't know what's going on and Mr. Winter's like it's like he goes uh, outside to talk to the teacher and sort of stuff and we don't know and I guess he goes to the library and and finds out what's going on so when he tells us this sort of stuff we we at the moment we don't know what's going on we don't know this we don't know that and I'm like okay he he goes out and he asks the teacher that's next to us can she look out after our after us you know we're his children so it's like he needs to figure out what the hell is going on we don't know and like I said I guess there was a TV in the library they put a TV in the library and he saw what's going on and and maybe a good five minutes later he comes back and and he didn't sugarcoat or anything he just said the World Trade Center is on fire two planes hit it and they're saying it's a terrorist attack we just looked down like what do you mean it's a terrorist attack like what the hell is going on he's like we don't know all we know is that the buildings got hit they're saying it's a terrorist attack and they're on fire and there's that in our heads we're like man how many people have died and we're thinking like it's morning Ugh. yeah I don't even know we're, we're like we don't know like man we're, we're, we're all, you know everything's upset and everything so he cancels pretty much mad and we're right there and all we know after that he said that he looks at all of us and says uh, get on your notebooks and write how you feel right now and we you know all this and as we write it and he says close your notebooks close your notebooks and children you're part of history and even though you guys didn't like it and you didn't guys wanted this you guys are part of history some way or another you're part of history and what you just wrote is the first chapter of this day that you guys will probably will learn again in two three years from now when it's now in the new history books you'll read and learn about what happened on this day your children will know about this day but you're living history right now and that stuck in my head
And that's that what he says stuck in my head to this day. And as the minutes went by, the teacher from from who was taking care of us comes back and says, I guess they had the radio on. Maybe it was soft so they don't scare the other children. He says, they're saying there's two more other planes that got hijacked. And then two minutes later when she said those words, the teacher from across the hall says, the Pentagon got attacked. And we're like, wait, what? And during when she said that, and the teachers were talking, I I guess it was a fighter jet? Or was another plane who got instructed to go down back to the airport? Or it was a fighter jet? Came to the school, and it felt low. It felt low, and the school kind of shattered a bit, and I started to get a panic, panic attack. And I just grabbed my notebook and I ran to the door. And Mr. Winters just said, Tony, stop. Stop. And I'm like saying, I'm not safe. I don't feel safe. I want to I wanna go home. I don't want to be in that school because I'm thinking we're next. If they're attacking buildings, are we next? We're close to New York. You go if, if from the Pacific bus terminal, once all the leaves are down you could actually see New York City like the new building you could see from here and from the high school you actually could see New York City and I'm like and we're that close and and I'm saying I'm not safe and he just looked at me and says you are safe you you are just, just come back. You're safe. Nothing bad's gonna happen. And when he said that, I felt that I was okay. But at the same time, I wanted to run. I wanted to hug my mom. I wanted to hug my dad. Like to me, cause I was scared. Cause I was like, "Are we next? Or what's what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? I don't know what's gonna happen." And you know, I just, I just didn't know what was going on. I just wanted, I just wanted to be. I just wanted to be with somebody, with my mom. I just wanted to be with my, with my parents, with my brothers, with my sisters. My sister at the time she was living in New York. I'm scared. I don't know what's, I don't know what's going on. I'm scared. This other stuff. No, nobody prepares you for something like this. And all he said to me is like, "You'll be okay. Don't worry." And he drew us a map, and in the, in the, when he told me that, he drew up a map of New York City. And at the time he was drawing, he told one of my friends to follow me to go get a drink of water and just catch my breath, which I did. And I'm just right there. I drank water. I just was at the wall. And I was like shaking, like, what the hell is going on? We don't know what's going on. I don't have a cell phone. We don't have cell phones. I can't call my mom to ask her to come pick me up. I'm thinking my mom is already at the doc doctor's and I don't have my keys. I don't know. 
I'm I was I was mostly scared. I just don't want to be there. So I go back. It's just pointing us where was the World Trade Center because we don't know. He giving us a lesson. I ask him. My sister lives here. Is she kind of safe? And he says, Yeah, just she's safe and this other stuff. And it gave me a little bit of a you know calmness. I have family in New York City around that time living over there. And you know, it was a scary time, scary time. So we're doing that. We found out about the other plane that got hijacked, and we're like saying, "What? What's next? What's next? What's the next one that's gonna get attacked?" And then the the teachers comes and tells us one of the World Trade Centers went down. We don't know how it hit. Maybe we're saying maybe it went in half and it went down. Teacher comes and tells us no, the whole thing went down, and we're saying, "Hmm." It's like if if it went down, does it mean the second one's gonna go down? And she's like, "It pretty much says that." And then, yep, the other one went down. And then the Pentagon, and we're saying, "Is the Pentagon next?" Is it going to go down? And then Mr. Winters tells us, like, no, actually, no. The Pentagon is actually shaped as a Pentagon. So, whatever it hit, it's just that part is going to fall, not the whole thing. So, we're right there. We're in shock. We just don't know what's going on. And Mr. Winters just opens the closet. And... He just tell he just hands out Uno cars, Monopoly, uh, Battleship, and tells us, uh, "I don't feel like teaching you guys today." And nobody felt right. So during this whole thing that was happening, uh, the announcements were coming on, telling from children that, um. Hey, this teacher, uh, do you have this kid? Their parents are here. Hey, this kid. It got so much that they stopped doing one by one and just blew it out for the whole everybody to hear. Hey, this, this. Your parents are here. Please come down. This, this. Please come down, please. This, this. And around the time, it was our lunchtime. We were getting ready. And... As we walk, we could see one of the classrooms that usually have lunch later on, or later on a day. They were looking at what was going on. We we didn't know the, we couldn't see that much. All all we hear is that. And as we were going down, one of the kids says, "Hey, Tony, Tony, I I think they call your name." And everybody's like, "Yeah, I think they did call your name. I think I heard Antonio. I think they came and picked you up." And teacher was like, are you guys sure? It's like, yeah, I think your parents came and picked you up. And he says, well, he's like, well, just to make sure, just go to, go check if your parents are there. If your parents are there, just go to the lunchroom, tell them that you're going home. Tell one of the kids that you're going home. And that's it. He, I guess he went to another class to see what was going on. And as I was going down, 
the janitors had another TV, and that is where I saw some of the footage of what actually happened, and the towers fell like a sky view. I think it was channel 2 that I was watching because the other channels were gone because the, uh, the, the World Trade Centers uh, had an antenna that had for different radio stations and different TV stations and those signals were lost and I guess I guess channel 2 was not so they had a sky view of that and I was seeing and all I could saw was just smoke fire and you know brave men and women going over there in the hot thing just fell down trying to find survivors and and I, as I saw, I was just looking for my mom, my dad, or somebody that came, or you know, my uh, my aunts or anybody came and see if I was out already. That was gonna come pick me up, and I didn't see nobody. I guess it was a different Antonio, cause if they didn't say the teacher, they just said Antonio. So later on, they did that, cause they they saw that there was a lot of mistakes. So. I went to my lunchroom and they're like, Tony, you're going home? And I'm like, no, my my parents are not here. He's like, okay. But during lunch, we, some of our classrooms, some of our classmates were actually are going home. And I'm like, all right, if, if, if by any chance you see my mom, can you tell her to come pick me up? Or some of them, I'm okay. They're like, sure, sure, no problem. And we go back and rather than having the normal classes, this other stuff, the classroom was getting smaller and smaller and less of the people were playing and we were like, okay, we'll play Battleship. We don't feel like playing Monopoly, Uno, Poker. Well, I didn't play Poker, but we played Blackjack, fake money, with the fake money and everything. Trying to find a way, Mr. Winters was just, he didn't know. He was shocked and I was shocked. And... As I see my classroom go down little by little, and then and this other stuff, and mostly when that whole thing happened, we just started talking, and we're like, not with Mr. Winters, but with other with the other classes, with, with the other students that were still there, and we're like, and one of them says, you know, this means what something, right? And he's like, and we're like, wait, what? He's like. You know this means we're gonna go to war, right? And I get more scared. I'm like, what do you mean war? Like, well, they attacked us, and and well, they're gonna respond back, and this could escalate to a war. And all you could hear is just fighter jets flying. And we're like, we're like, yeah, we're thinking the war starts next the next day. They find out who it is. And this other stuff, and we're, and I'm scared. I'm like, I don't want to go to war. But at the same time, I knew it was like, yep, we are going to go to war. As class ended, we go down. It was probably maybe like five, five of us left. He just, Mr. Winter, just he from where we normally go out, we didn't went out. We just went out by the main doors. And he just told us, just be safe. And um, we found out during lunch that class were suspended and 
we didn't have to go to school the next day. So, uh, like I was saying, Mr. Winters tells us, um, go back home, go back safely. And as, as I was walking and now 19 years later, it kind of felt eerie because cause of this whole quarantine. We were, cause this whole pandemic, we were in quarantine and all you could hear is ambulances and like, there was not a lot of cars. It felt empty and that's how it felt that day also. It, it was very quiet. There was ambulances that were going to New York trying to see if they could find survivors or this sort of stuff. And it felt very quiet and it, as I was walking home, I could see a lot of stores being closed. And that was weird being at 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So, as as I was as I was walking, I'm like looking up in the sky when I can. There was nothing, and it looks very sad. And I just wanted to get home. I that dollar that my mom gave me, I didn't waste it. I was not hungry. I just wanted to get home, make sure they were okay, and just turn on the TV and see what happened. And as I turned the TV. As I as I go home and I, I, the TV was turned on and I thought it was off but it wasn't. You know my mom tells me like oh my god I can't believe this happened you know it's like how my mom is cursing like how can beep beep do this what the and all you could hear on on the channel forty one Univision for us here on the East Coast you could see us like they're repeating like different angles from people who were recording planes hitting the World Trade Center and people falling to their deaths because there was no escape and that was recycled the whole way and as I was changing the channel because I was getting tired of all of that I was like man this is this what the hell how could somebody do that and as I changed the channel it was the same thing as until I saw the other channels and they were gone and like I, like I was saying like you know those towers hit um there were some channels that were there and well they, they were not there for the moment so they had to find a different signal and there was a lot of commotion and this sort of stuff and yeah it was it was eerie to for that and all you could see 24 hours non-stop was the planes hitting the World Trade Center you could see the Pentagon having a big hole and the first images of the the plane going down in Pennsylvania and that was 24 hours and at night time all you could hear is on the news it's like hey you know I have a brother I have my, my, my dad my mom my uncle you know you know I'm looking for this person he works at this tower or the other tower okay like if anybody if I didn't know if we need information that's all you find all you hear is is family members looking for other family loved ones are they in the hospital are they okay that's all you could hear it, from Latinos, from 
Latinos, Europeans, everyone in the world. Even though, yes, this is a thing that happened in the United States. It also killed a lot of people from other other countries that were in that tower. That were flying in those planes. And all they were looking for is family members that were working at the World Trade Center. You know, hey, I have an uncle, I have this. Puerto Ricans, Salvadorians, Guatemalans, Mexicans, Argentinians, Brazilians, Chile, Colombians, you name it. All different countries were going to Spanish-speaking channels that were on the air asking, hey, if anybody in in hospitals or this sort of stuff, because there was no way to get into the, li- to the lines of the other hospitals to see if their loved ones were there or or this sort of stuff. They were like saying, hey, if you have any information, please. That's all we had. That's all we had trying to find a way. Hopefully, hopefully some of those families found the loved ones I, you know, I don't know to this day. Hopefully, we don't know. And that night, I didn't sleep that much. I, I did sleep, I was like, until like 2 o'clock in the morning. All I could see is that. All I could see is them reporting what happened different shots, different ways how the plane hit the building, the explosion, people falling, the buildings falling, this other stuff, and, and as much as I watch, and I was watching all that, families looking at other stuff, I got more mad, and I started to remember what my friends said, and then I said, if we have to go to war for this, let's go to war and kick their butts. Cause I I at the time I was like no children so hopefully he didn't lose a mom it's like they're not gonna get vengeance of this and I was like that for the whole time and after we came back from school uh, on Thursday we told Mr. Winter like next time something like this happens just tell us so we know and we thank him for telling us to like actually didn't sugarcoat it just told us like what the hell is going on and for that we thank him and years later there's a war the war stops we think but it keeps going for some kind of reason and then we killed the mastermind of Saab and be you know after years later, not then President President Obama, and it was a way. Even though I didn't lose family member, family members during that time, it was. It was nice feeling that the people who actually did lose a family member, actually got vengeance in a way. In a way, yeah, I was happy for them that they finally got vengeance. Cause, to be completely honest, and this is probably gonna sound very dark. I was like, whoever did this, that was little. Should just capture them, and all the family members who lost a loved one. They all gave them a gun. And just shot them. In a way, I was thinking like that. You know, little, little me, 10-year-old me. Wait, 10, no? No, 11-year-old me. I was thinking like that. Because I was mad. 
And it made me mad. It really, really did. But yeah. But after that, we f then later on, there was a lot of tribute stuff. We actually sang at our city hall to honor the fallen uh, brave men and women. And um, yeah. And we actually had, I, I think in, in our town, I think some, some of our firefighters actually passed away, I think. And um, I think, or, or some, I think it was one of them, I think. I'm not completely sure, to be completely honest. But I know that uh, I think it was the the last uh, drama class that we had. Um, Mr. Uh, Winters actually invited some of the... Uh, uh, police department this sort of stuff and um, one of them actually lost a partner that they know a friend in those buildings and it was hard it was very hard but it was one of those days that you hope you don't relive them but at the same time you kind of will in a way and you just hope that your name will not be named like that. So then your family don't find out. And actually, before I end this, years later, I actually went to the World Trade Center when there was, when there were, once everything was cleared and they were fixing it to bring the new ones, the, what is the waterfall that, where everybody's names are there, that died in those buildings. I actually passed there before they started to put the cement and everything like that because um, I just went there with my sisters and everything and I just said look and when I passed there it felt very shallow like sadness and and the only thing I could remember when I went to New York to go to that place was the sunshine hitting those things right there and you could just feel like it was sadness, but at the same time, calmness. And even though, yeah, it's, it's a sad thing that happened, it actually, you you kind of reflect, like, what's really more important. And, yeah, that was, and, and at least now you got to hear about my story about, you know, that day. I mean, I cannot tell you what happened eight hours like that. I mean, what, what you want me to tell? Like, I threw a dice and go three spaces in Monopoly and <laughs> this other stuff. But, yeah. But, so all the family members who lost a loved ones in those terror attacks, you know, my condolences to you. You know, it's been 19 years since since I've done this podcast. And, um, since this episode has been recorded, actually. And, uh... You know, it's a, it's a sad day. You know, it's a sad day. You know, you lost a brother, mother, father, parent, you name it. But, I hope, you know, nothing like this happens again, but at the same time, you feel like it one day will happen. You just don't know if you're going to live to see that moment happen. So, anyway, guys, hope you guys... You know, had a lesson of my what happened to us as me as a child during uh, the tragic events, and you know, 
share this with other people. You know, hope you guys, you know, it's, I don't know what more to say, but I'll catch you guys on the next one. And, um, you know, thanks. So, bye-bye.